Jay Z straight killed his career, bro. Or toned it down. Yeah, I disagree with that. Especially all the hits that he got royalties on. Nah, I'm not. No, I ain't told you. I said I was wide up a little bit. Mine's wide open. Mine's wide open. Mine's wide open. Mine's wide and welcome back to the motherfucking minds wide open podcast episode 53 i am your host cool and luke aka dfk juice and i am back in the building once again with the homie for heaven's sake yeah for heaven's sake what up what up that was an exclamation the second time i wasn't saying your name <laughs> and uh as always fairly holding down in the corner what's up um Basically, I tricked Hev into this podcast because I want him to do a podcast. So my first order of business, conversationally, would be, uh, yeah. would you do a podcast? Yes, I would, actually. I would do a podcast. I think that it's just more like me fin- figuring out how and like you, you know, putting it on display and just kind of going. Okay, so there's this app called Anchor. <laughs> Right? No, seriously. Yeah, yeah, I know of it. I know of yeah, Anchor. Yeah, I would hope so. You listen to the podcast and yeah. <laughs> Anchor is a one-stop shop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's a, basically like a TuneCore or DistroKid or whatever for a podcast, but it's totally free. And the key to doing that is, number one, it's just audio, but it goes to all platforms. So it's like Apple, Spotify. Spotify recently bought it. Hmm. So that's good. There's a lot of interesting things going on in the industry Expansion. as far as like, yeah, what what are they going to actually do now cuz they've owned it for coming on a yearish almost. So they got to be planning some it's interesting in the works. Yeah. So probably see something next year, year after. Another thing people don't realize about Anchor is you can get a $10 CPM really easily right away from Anchor, which is why you hear the Anchor at the beginning of our podcast. And if you uh, get up to even just a, a couple hundred, I think, listeners or something of that nature, like not much. Like the Millie G Show, for example, has one. But uh, they give you a mid-roll ad next worth seventeen fifty okay. CPM. And CPM is just cost per mile, which means 1,000 listens, please. Okay. So, I mean, at the moment for us, it's like pizza money, but... It, it lets you understand uh, and get used to how some of the, the sponsor integrations work, okay. how they even operate. It lets you, um, I mean, the numbers will tell you the growth regardless of whether or not you get anything out of it. But basically, Anchor is it, it's a good uh, training ground, for lack of a better terminology. For the podcast. It's. Yeah. For content creation in general, like I think a lot of people get into making shit because they like to make shit, but then they get real fucked over on getting paid for it or yeah. maintaining their brand or audience or what have you. Yeah. So what would you actually get into on a podcast if you were? I would put everything on display. Me having children, me being in the music, uh, the culinary aspect of my life I'm a chef and the road that that has have I've had a six year road with the culinary thing and of course I've been doing music all my life and then being a father and trying to balance the two it's more like I would get in depth with I would revisit the Bruce Wayne and Batman effect I would really revisit that and go down and show exactly what it is to have to change and keep the superhero vibe but then you gotta be Bruce Wayne for certain things and knowing when to switch and that would be really the premise of some, you know, something that I do. So would you be, if you had to guess what type of format you'd be most interested in to start off with, would it be more of a guest-based yes, definitely. format? Definitely. I would have to bounce my thoughts off people who don't agree with me. I would have to get some of those conversations I know that happen on my cell phone and kind of just put them on display with people who kind of oppose my views both as a parent artist all of that would be there because i think that 
I have a strict way of looking at sh shit compared to a lot of my peers. A real strict, strict view on things. I've come from a Jamaican background, so mm. there's the way I look at things. I talk to myself strict, so there's a lot of things in life I'll beat myself up about and say they'll get focused. Whereas to other people, be like, nah, I don't sweat that, and it's something to sweat to me because that's you know that's my personality so that right there i think when you have two people in the room that see the same thing and love the same thing and going in the same direction but they go about it differently i say, i call it the math problem situation like you can do the math problem completely different to me and get to the same sum and then it'll keep going and keep going and keep going you know so i think that i'll create that with hopefully create that with the podcast you know yeah i i can definitely relate to looking for the chemistry because i mean ideally you want someone you get along with otherwise it's unpleasant but yeah. then you also need to be able to like have opposing views respectably right. but also not so respectably that no one's even saying anything interesting right you got to be able to let it spark a little bit and you know with the guys that i would bring in here they would be artists in their own right they would be promoting their own brand they would have their own thing going so it'd be more like just poking the ego and standing back and letting it happen because a lot of the people they, they, they'll speak for themselves <laughs> they'll they'll let you know and they'll fall in place so in uh the thought process of <laughs> you enjoying that Philly? in the thought process of doing better podcast content I think it's a good uh, moment to riff on some news because god damn it if I leave myself in a lull at any point when I'm doing this mm -hmm. I'll stay there you know what I mean yeah. it, it's way harder to climb out of a moment of like alright what the fuck is going on do we have anything what, what, you get, did you get anything on the news front you last well, me on my things. way out. Got a couple of things on the news. You can hear, right? Yeah. I can hear. Just make sure you can hear. Check one, two, one, two. <laughs> what do you got, Hev? Oh, I mean, I got mainstream media shit, man. That's what we. Yeah. What's up? What? What's going on right now? Yeah. Well, I'm asking you. Freddie Gibbs is number one on you, Spotify. You, that's that's news. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs is number one on Spotify, and that's the. You know, and uh, Antonio Brown shot a music video. I don't know what the fuck he thinks he's doing. I saw him. I don't know. He's wasted his money. And that's just, you know, you know how that is. Rappers want to be ballers. Ballers want to be rappers. I mean, you know, there's that. But there's also just the modern like, oh, if fucking the Cash Me Outside girl can make a music career. I, as a famous baller, could. That is the fastest fall from grace I've ever seen. It was pretty Antonio quick. Brown. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Was Fastest. meteoric, <laughs> Fastest. quick. You know what I mean. But I see. I like what I see in uh, college football. I like what I see, and I, you know. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad because I see. I think a certain time they get to a level, and then you 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 look back and you can say, "Damn, I can see why that ended up like that." Because you see how he played a little bit. You look back at some plays, and you'll be like, "Yo, I can see why you ended up the way you did." You were always you get those little hints. A little out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Kaepernick. You know what I'm saying? One time for him. How do you feel about that situation? I Jim. don't feel. I don't. You don't know about it. I I don't. I didn't say I don't know. I said I don't feel. Okay. I uh I, I don't have enough information or passion to obtain the information. Damn. So you just don't give a shit. Well, yeah. Yeah. In short. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I I think that's a good way to put it. I don't give a shit. Do nah, you give man, a shit, Fairly? What do you think? It's mainstream, man. And who gives a shit about the mainstream once you get into there? You're going to have Kardashians. You're going to have everything in the mainstream, dog. You got TMZ. You got all that bullshit. Depends on what you're into. Philly said he hates Kaepernick. Oh, yeah? That's <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We got to stir the pot somehow, oh, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> he needs to stop whining and sit down. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, hey. I, I have mixed I have mixed uh, views on. So Kevin. wait, has has anyone watched the music video yet? Like, is it out? Oh man, no way, it. man! It's like behind the scenes. Yo, man, Yo Yo dropped a music so video. So they're still editing that man. bitch. Like, I guess so. There's a teaser for it. These people are. Yo, not let me see the teaser. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, this is the one I saw. Black and white. Keep it simple. Money is we gonna play for keeps. Bunch of I mean, he's got the typical formula going. Yeah, yeah, he does. But, I mean, you're a football player. You should But I it. think what is really happening is he's going, you know what? I'm an arrogant fuck. I wasn't supposed to 
be on a team. Like it's not working. Me on a team doesn't work. Listen, I, rappers get away with looks, my man. natural behavior. I, I think it's a. I look. I think it's a more appropriate job for him. I don't know if he'll be successful, but I think it's a more appropriate job for him as a person. Sad. And that's a sad point. Is it? Is it? Man, I was about to play with the best in the game, and I'm going it, it back doesn't, to doing it doesn't a music matter video. I was about it's to, not right for you. If it wasn't right, the opportunity wouldn't be there. You flaked. I don't know if that's true. How hard do you got to work to get that opportunity to fuck it up like that? Were you talking about Kaepernick? Or no, I'm talking maybe? about money on the... <laughs> <laughs> Why you had to do that? <laughs> no, I ain't talking about Cap. <laughs> but I, I just... I imagine he could at least make some money. I'm not saying he would be successful as far as modern entertainment levels can... Okay. And he, he, my point being, he may not be as successful in music as he was in sports, but if it literally ends up being a better thing for him because he wants to be, you know, yeah. an arrogant human and do... Well, you know, in shifting gears, uh, Eddie Murphy returns to Saturday Night Live. That shit broke the internet, I think. Uh, yeah, he, he returned. He returned. So that you know, in so in media, that's all I got right there. Uh, that was how did you thing. feel about the picture? A lot of people were shitting on Keenan. I yeah, you know what? He ain't belong there. I'll tell you that much. And see, what does that mean? He didn't belong there because hey, hey, if the people that we all respect so much, right, decide they're taking a picture with this dude, right, right, they're telling us we don't get to fucking say. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I, I, at first glance, I wouldn't have said shit, right? But think about it. It's the caliber, right? It's the caliber. That's the only reason that people are going to lash out. I'm playing devil's so advocate. So you never saying, seen a, 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 I don't think. a picture of a, an arsenal and there was like three <laughs> different types of guns and then like an RPG and then yeah. a, another rocket launcher? Yeah. Well, I mean, not every comedian not in that picture is the same caliber, sure. But it's a picture of an arsenal. Yo, I ain't taking nothing away from Keenan. It's just his brand of comedy has never been my thing. It, so I guess that's what it is. That's so it's because he's to. not a stand-up? No, it's because I I liked him growing up. And as he evolved, I was like, I, his brand was something that I really just didn't take to. Once he got well, here... It's because SNL is usually bad and a white people thing. But there's a lot of people that I did like coming off of this. I did like Will Ferrell. I did like Adam well, Sandler. Well, yeah, because it used like, to be good. You know, these guys... So I guess you know you're right. It's a generation difference when it comes to those. Those guys are straight it's been heavy hitters. For fifty fucking years, I mean. <laughs> but Eddie came back and he hit hard. He came back and he ain't he ain't disappoint. And you know I didn't really check out the Netflix thing he got, but this is the 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 wave he's riding. This is what he rode into this. I'm curious if the show wouldn't be more funny if it wasn't such an oppressive work environment, like. Well, it's only oh, yeah. it's it's it is oppressive, but I think it's only oppressive for the people who ain't stars, right? No, it's oppressive. For everybody. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Everyone that works for Lauren, period. Wow. So she's like, I've heard some horror stories. I mean, yeah, he, he's but I like hear the, some horror uh, stories on the way he's up. He's the Steve Jobs of media. Okay. Okay. He's that guy. Yeah. Okay. Apples and oranges. But, I mean, he gets the job done. <laughs> I mean, he. there's a lot of shit that, like, you could say like there's a, the dude Aaron Spelling they just canceled uh, the 90210 reboot right it was garbage I checked it out Tragic. I ain't gonna talk shit about something like I said this is why I check it out because I end up talking right I have to check it there's out there's certain things I, like I feel it. like you could just talk trash about without having nah, to nah I don't like out. doing that nah, to nah, movies, nah, though. Nah, though nah because yo it's a reboot hey I had an older sister okay so it, you know, I saw the wave. I saw the wave it had on the teenage. So them trying to bring it back, I wanted to see how do you, because this generation is obsessed with bringing shit back from before. Like even Eddie, I think he's about to flop bringing back Coming to America too. He should never touch that shit. Is it him? Yeah, he's doing. He's involved in it. I mean, I don't know why he's doing it. And he let Halle Berry throw Boomerang on BET as a show. She executive produced that. I didn't I mean, like it. The. And, that's, and I love the having. motivations at this point don't necessarily even need to be called into question. Just the fact mm -hmm. that 
Just don't he touch the classics. He is at where he's at. Uh, Leave the classics he, alone. So don't make another Scarface. You're, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you, I, I can't say that just because that's like going, hey, you don't go for that obvious money grab that's going to make you a lot of fucking money. I'm not going to tell you how to make your money. Like, go go make fucking, you know. Well, I'm not speaking. The you third know, sequel. That right to, there is different because I'm speaking at. But I'm telling you, the motivation standpoint. would be obvious. I'm only like, consuming it. He, even if he's just a producer so that they could say he's co-signing with it mm-hmm. and then that would help them with the branding of the new version or whatever the hell, they're still throwing a giant stack at him for it. And what is he going to say? No, I'm not going to work and none of you people can work because... Well, I, what I'll say to that is, once again, I say I have to see it first. Because you're right. You just brought something up to me. I didn't think like he can be the king now and it could be his son that do they can continue it. And it could be a nice story that, you know, but from what I see, I'm not even classic. justifying it being potentially good. I'm saying even if it is absolute dog shit trash. It needs to be good. No, it can't be Even if it is dog absolute shit dog shit trash. shit trash, his motivation is his no, benefit. No, fuck that. We got too many And the benefit of the fucking people working these destroyed. studios and shit. We got too many classics being destroyed, my dude. Like, come on, man. Have they ever brought... My point is it's your nostalgia or their wallet. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? You think that your nostalgia is worth their wallet to them? You know what? They made Sonic change his teeth. Because their wallet... So they... There you go. Just for them saying nah. Fans was like nah. So there's power in just Their wallet. Because the movie wasn't out yet. Yeah. We, there's potential okay, to okay. save their but wallet. We affect their wallet in some way with that move right there. We starting to see, it. and even Marvel, right? We Marvel, always, Marvel fans they, react. They, they, they fucking listen. build their wallet around us. They uh, <laughs> they absorb information on everything we like and the fucking make the perfect ice cream version yeah, of it. Yeah. Like we are their wallet. They're perfectly aware of that, so they're just adjusting accordingly. But I like how you said that my nostalgia versus their business because when I do say it though. I don't even really think about their business. I'm more like the guy sitting on the couch just like, don't fuck it up. There's a lot don't of people being up. employed by every single one of those fucking shoots. You know what I mean? And it's like, I hate to do it, but I'm bringing back the NZT and the Limitless franchise. They fucked it up. They brought it to Netflix and then brought this, you know, and then... I thought it was a great show. You liked it? I loved it. I didn't like I it. I in Brazil when I had nothing to do. Oh, man. What'd you like about it? It was fucking corny funny. Okay, that it funny. was. Yeah. That it was. And I like that. Okay. Like, I mean, I watched Meet the Shits. Or no, Shits Creek. Okay, you know? okay. You know what? I just didn't expect, because it came off of the, the serious movie. It came off of the thing. And Eddie showed up. Eddie Moore showed up in there. It was just, they took a new, it was like a new character. So it's like, I guess you're right. It's like the Avatar, right? It got The mantle got handed over to another person, and I got to see what NZT did to him. And I guess I didn't want to take that ride with him. You know what I'm saying? But the I show. I also saw it like, become a huge party drug. Yeah, yeah, that's you know what? It. That's what it was. That's what it was. Because I thought like, okay, if you get it, you're gonna be intellectual, you're gonna take us on this ride of like trying to be the king of the world. You're gonna try to take over and you're gonna have Yo, NCT that's, behind that's you. That's literally deep. And you know I just why? wanted that story, I guess. Because I instantly equate that with L S D based off the abilities it it has on the brain from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So to hear that that's what happens because I haven't watched the show it's pretty interesting when you consider oh because you know what LSD does do that for a lot of people and there's a lot of people who just use it as a party drug exactly. <laughs> yeah it's so how your brain interacts with the drug is really important mm-hmm. and I think that might be a overlooked point as far as that's dope. he brought a different uh, view to it too because the writers probably did just that like look NZT's in a different person it's gonna affect him different than Eddie so we need to take it in a different direction he was still smart yeah he was but he started helping the police and that's what I was like what you, on top of that. yeah like what are you doing you know what I'm saying like, you got all this brain power and you, you doing it with the police like nah it had me like irks but yeah like that's why I said to the franchise like there's like those kind of things where I want the story to go further than it actually does and it takes a different turn. But I do like that take on it that he just put. Like, and you saw it become a party drug. So I guess that's what I didn't like. Yeah. Right? And just expectation versus reality will a lot of times leave a gap in what you might rate something your first time Which is seeing why I see it. it first. But no, no. Your first time seeing it. Okay. So 
uh, my point is like if, as soon as you stop caring enough about the loss of that nostalgia of the original franchise maybe you'll revisit it years from now and then go oh you know what this is entertaining for its own reasons but because of the expectation I had of what I wanted based off how much I appreciated it and what I appreciated about the original version it created a gap in you know but I think that's the task of the production team is to grab the audience and move from one plane to the next and sometimes the idea is totally different like a john wick franchise you know how many of them audience members i saw i know people that only like the first one i know people that only like the second one then i know people that love the whole franchise and buy shirts and shit i'm like yo this is crazy the matrix people hate the second and third one yeah i think people are retarded yeah yeah i think so too though because you gotta be smarter to like them right right but you know what they wanted they literally traditional ending like it makes you think too much that's all they wanted a traditional ending they wanted neo to end with his you know on the mountain with trinity and they wanted to see the the credits roll no but more importantly they don't want to sit there and listen to the merovingian fucking say brilliant shit for five minutes in a monologue (laughs) because they don't want to think about the philosophy and like extra levels behind everything that yeah. goes into it like yeah. I'm telling you it's way too and for as much it still action impact, as it man. has it still had its impact it's, it's extremely thought out to layers that you don't get you think you get and <laughs> you you're wrong get. you're wrong <laughs> but I like things like that you're I wrong like when they put work into things like that even how Marvel put their movies together in the whole tw- 10 year stretch that type of writing is what I like interlock writing you revisit something it it's splinters off into another story you, you meet new characters this it's cool that something can be that ambitious you yeah. know what I mean and, and have and multiple directors you got like, people handing things absolutely. off to, to, I mean a lot of times you'll have totally different types of like Animatrix for example was you mm-hmm. know uh, animated prequel yes. to the yes. Matrix trilogy the Flight of the Osiris where you actually see what happens because in the movie it's kind of just they like hints about it yeah and you already see them descending like they're already like blown to shit but you're like, okay, what happened to the Osiris? But if you check out the Animatrix, now you're like, oh, so this is what y'all was doing when they ran up on you. And they sent that last signal of the, you know? So mm-hmm. you get to, that type of writing is key. And then even going back and going deeper, I think that is like the Hollywood saying, you know what, we're going to step to making films the way people write comic books. Because that's how it was. Like, you got a guy who did Superman from this year to this year. And then another guy wrote Spider-Man from this year to this year. And he took the comic book from this to this. And then, you know, I think you have you have those audiences. And now you have people that step to movies like that. Like Marvel say, okay, well, you're going to take this character from here to here. Then you're going to hand it off to this guy. Because John Favreau is kind of like the godfather of what Iron Man came to be. And then handing it off and becoming an executive producer. And being able to kind of steer the character... And now he's doing The Mandalorian. Really? Yeah. I mean, John's a very talented guy, dog. I but the, I, correct me if I'm wrong, Feli. I believe The Mandalorian is John Favreau. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it yet. Let me check him out. Because that dude, Cause I mean... ripping up the place. The Mandalorian's making a lot of noise on Disney Plus right now. That's where everybody's... Everybody talking about that. I mean, of course, the classics. You know, you got the classics on Disney Plus. You got Disney Plus? Uh, no. We don't even have fucking Netflix. Oh well, well, damn. You got to get Netflix. You got you. you no, got, you I got, got work. Plus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got Netflix on my phone, man. You gotta have it. Written by John Favreau. Good job, John. Killing it. Yeah, I've been killing it for a long fucking time. That guy. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, he's stepping into realms that I've never really, like, He's he went from the Marvel realm, now he's doing, like, George Lucas-type shit. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Wouldn't that be, like, the natural progression, though? That would. That would. But it's just so colossal, being that everything is on a, this this platform now. Like, this Disney platform, if you don't have it, you won't be able to follow the the, 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 the fourth phase in Marvel's universe. Because they're going to jump out of the movie and jump onto the platform and do a whole three seasons of a show and then jump back into another movie and you're going to be lost. Oh, I'll definitely be lost. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> but I like how they're doing it. They see, yeah, look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Yo, I feel like I haven't seen his face since uh, fucking Sopranos or something. And you fun- and What? And he ain't even, and he didn't even do more than an episode. He did like two episodes of the Sopranos. That's crazy. That you remember him for that. Yeah, because he played himself and he was a writer. <laughs> yeah, he was a dickhead. <laughs> but he basically was just, uh, wait, did he get killed? 
No, no they didn't thinking, kill him, but of, he stole I, from Christopher. Oh, he yeah, stole yeah, the yeah, script yeah. and the jokes and the, the, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a story. He did this, this Zathora too. Very good movie. Yeah. yeah and you man, know, I like that he wrote himself in as happy. If you see how he plays happy, I like that character too. He plays the shit out of that character. <laughs> and the movie Russian Chef. I, I watched a little bit of it. Didn't get to finish it. Watched a little bit of the movie. It's called The Chef? Yes, the movie is called Chef and uh, Robert Downey Jr. I'm you haven't seen the whole thing, man. <laughs> nah, but you know, it's funny because I don't like taking in... RDJ? Culinary shit like that. Like, I don't like taking in... Like, if I'm watching... My favorite you, chef is Gordon Ramsay, You're going to what's going on. So I'm going to watch Gordon and I'm going to watch him cook. But I don't even like watching Hell's Kitchen. I like watching Gordon cook, like, rustic shit for the house quick, you know, by itself. I don't like no yelling and crazies. The Breakup, Wild West... Yo, we, we really need to get fucking Jimmy in here, man. Oh, yeah. Zathora. Yeah, man, he got some shit. Happy Hogan. Yeah, he played Happy, too. <laughs> you know what I like about the shifting of this kind of guy is because he can go say, I'm going to write something, then I'm going to jump in front of the camera, then I'm going to jump behind the camera. Hey, you hey know, that's, that's Jordan Peele. Huh? Fucking Academy Award winning Jordan Peele. Yeah, he's stepping out. Fucking lateral move from being a stoner in sketch shows from Mad TV to fucking Cam Peel. Hey, by the way, I uh, I've been writing shit for a while. Oh, oh, opportunity to just do whole films. Okay, uh, gonna do this little ditty <laughs> with. Gonna do this yeah, little ditty with it was Key over out. here. I think he funded Get Out. I heard like yeah. he he pushed yeah. that one out. But I know us had they got behind him with us. But he has a. He, Oh, he's got some shit here. <laughs> he got a style though, you know. He's like an, um, he's like a Alfred Hitchcock, right? You can, oh, I wouldn't you could tell no, even no. from his monologues. Yeah, what would you compare him to, man. Stephen King? Where would you go with him? Like, cause he's creepy. He creeps me out a little bit. He does the whole. He's a horror obsessed dude, but he's really smart and really funny, and I feel like that combination. He has a subtlety with his horror that. That makes combination me... creates a more interesting horror because usually horror people are traditionally just one archetype and I feel like he's a more of a clown doing horror which is just giving you a totally different twist on what the fuck is going on right like he okay so you're like he's a comedian who has this crazy sense of humor and he knows how to it's funny because that's that's but true he's, you he's know how to make really somebody laugh you know how to make them scared and cry like if you know how to invoke emotion that's pretty much and he's really good with yeah, subtlety yeah he's dope so at that like, shit subtlety is really important in horror because suspense building is everything yeah 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 definitely and a comedian would notice you know what I'm saying and he's pretty it, the, the sketches that they wrote on Key and Peele kind of just like um I've seen the, the the fucking love. I've love. seen the the vibes before come from the Dave Chappelle show. What they were kind of doing. Mm-hmm. I seen them kind of take Dave Chappelle's blueprint and kind of just jump forward with it and take off. You know? I mean, in a few ways for sure. But I think their flavor is something that wasn't done in a lot of ways. Like just the way they would flesh out a joke to the point where there was absolutely nothing left in the joke that yeah, there yeah. could not be any remaining rubble or yeah, waste like the basketball left behind like football it's, player it's, names every shit, single thing every single thing was done all the way like their style was we're, we're gonna beat this dead horse until it's literally pulp yeah I mean but you see the direction both of them took like uh as far as like after the show and what i think it just did. speaks to what they like to do like yeah. jordan is a like lock myself in and write for a long time type of dude he's like a, i need to be around out acting and wilding around people but like i said like that's what's amazing about the you usually don't see the trajectory of them go like that and then they're both successful at their own right it's dope because I watched a show, a movie, Why Him, with um, the dude from the freaking bald dude, the chemist. The bald dude? Um, bad, bad, whatever. The bald cat, the, the chemist dude, man, that everybody likes. The, you you got to give me more uh, chemist. What do you mean by chemist? The dad from Malcolm in the Middle, man. Oh, uh, Breaking Bad? Yeah, Breaking, there we go, Breaking um, Bad. And you know, I was never really a fan of the show until I really peeped uh, it. But Walter White. 
right? Th- that's the character name. Right. That's what I was looking for. This dude, whatever. He plays the dad and... Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. That took me a second. There it is. Someone listening to this podcast was screaming like, bro, how the fuck do you not know Brian Cranston? (laughs) Yeah, that dude right there, he's definitely, he got, he's funny as shit. And he got with, um, he was with uh, Jordan Key, right? Yeah, Jordan. I didn't fucking keep him. But them them niggas was doing their thing, and that shit had me cracking up. And I think that kind of comedy, when you see that collide with James Franco and you see all of that collide on screen, that's crazy. And to be able to have that now... Eh, it's kind of rare because a lot of movies get stale quick like the jokes that they're running like I watched a little clip of Girls Trip I was like uh, it's funny but it's like did you ever watch uh, This Is The End they reach This Is The End it was you see they reached into that but those guys together are like any of them together when they're together any of them it was literally everybody (laughs) nah but that's like the Rat Pack them guys right like them them dudes when they get together they funny as hell but also just the level of how the fuck is there even this many cameos in this like reanimated dude literally they had to present this they had to present this as like hey no one's getting paid because everyone huge is in this and if you're getting paid what you want we're not going to be able to make a movie because there's no budget for that right so just just, show up. just this Aziz, is this is Aziz. we are the world <laughs> moment right now like if you want to be with all these celebrities show up okay yeah <laughs> nah it worked everybody fell in the hole and died it was tremendous we can't keep you on the screen any longer die <laughs> I, you know what now I need to watch that movie again I'm going to do that later <laughs> I just don't like the whole like me I'm, I don't go for the the sex bullshit. The sex bullshit. The sex bullshit. When they add the the sexual whatever to the to the movies, I don't fuck with like that. Like Danny McBride. No, Danny McBride's that dude. But when they get <laughs> when they get together and they do the bullshit, I like the funny jokes. But when it gets too raunchy, because they got a different style, right? Like it gets a little too raunchy for the kid. This nigga's an idiot. He's killing everybody right now. Yo, and his she's funny eggs, too. What's her his, name? His egg style is pretty bad. Mindy Kaling, she is funny as hell. Yeah, she, I. What was her? The Office is her first thing. I, I don't know like if it was her first. Was it? I've seen it. I seen her in the Office <coughs> too, but I seen it. She has her own show. That's when I really. Yeah. Or she did, the Mindy Project. <laughs> Yo, <gasps> Michael Sarah slapping Rihanna's ass was the greatest thing anyone ever wrote into a script. Yo, he was bugging in this movie. Oh yeah, he was a huge cokehead. <clears throat> he was bugging. It was hilarious, bro. He had like two so shorties funny. in the room. The whole like, joke was like he, he got famous off his first role with Superbad. And that was and it. And he just went off the rails. And they wrote that in. <laughs> Yo, there's no way there was a budget for all these people, bro. Everyone took a major cut to be in this. I mean, you know, Seth is a is one of them. Him. He's a guy that knows how what, to. What's, what's his buddy's name here again? Because honestly, I, I don't mind him, but... <laughs> His his role in this movie literally made this movie go from a nine to like a six for me. Really? I'm not even joking. Like, nah. And it's not why, his why acting. Like it's the character. The character like is just really oh, shit. shitty. Like, that's your brother. He's the most cynical narcissist. Like, he's just a mood killer the whole fucking time, man. Nah, because he wants to chill with his friend. Look, he I right now. Look at him. He good. It's, they get- it's real temporary, bro. In about five seconds. What is this? The whole fucking movie? <laughs> in about five seconds, he he starts getting real pissed. Like he acts like a girlfriend, and it's fucking annoying. Oh, okay. I can I can <laughs> understand that. Yeah, that's because when he was chilling with the famous dudes, he was on some. I don't want to be here. Like I don't mind conflict between the lead characters, but I want that like uh, Pineapple Express like there's a reason for it, and we're in a real feud fight as friends right now type. You know, conflict. Not, I, you, I got a whiny, bitchy ass fucking friend who's just whiny and bitchy, and that's his whole <laughs> motivation. <laughs> the uh, the they got it ready. The rations. They, they, yeah, funny. they got a whole bunch of shit. They ready to go. Yo, Craig Robinson was definitely a a huge like. Thank God he's back with them since Pineapple Express. It was so fucking funny for him. Like that <laughs> role he had, the effeminate hitman. Oh my God, that shit was funny. That's hey, when he cried, when he got hit with the coffee pot. That was my favorite fucking part. When he was yeah, a big yeah. ass man it on was the a ground, big part. holding his face, crying. 
that shit was funny as hell. I don't know why it was funny. I, I enjoy how angry he was after that. Too. Like, <laughs> I want to kill the shit out of you. <laughs> he, he, he was just so obscenely angry the whole fucking time. But, uh. Yeah, he was an emotional ass hit man. Yeah, I, a great I ain't actor. like him. He was Jonah? the one I didn't like in, in here. Jonah? Yeah, I didn't. Re- I could have went I, without having him in the movie. Nah, I, nah. I, I don't mind Jonah in this one because he really is being a douchebag, and you're like, that's yeah, that's what Jonah Hill's probably really like. Since everyone's playing themselves, it's funny to see them be their like rumored self. Have you like they're taking Hollywood rumors and making that the character. You know what I mean? Have we seen what? This is Hollywood. That's the Quentin, last Quentin flick, yeah. right? Nah, I didn't see it, man. After they dissed Bruce Lee, I, like I saw this. what they did to Bruce, and I was like, fuck that. I saw what they did to Bruce, and I saw the reviews. I was upset. I, I felt emotional. <laughs> he, got, he got me in my feelings like, what the? Did not, did not see that. You see? You see? There it is. Did you see it, Philly? No, I've been wanting to, and I'm... Keep fucking out. Well, it's gonna get on Netflix, and once it does, <laughs> then we'll check it out. We'll all be there. You know? Hell yeah. But, uh, hmm. I want to. Oh, you know what? I could do an audio hijack. If there's any podcast that we've done over the past couple of weeks that you need the sound for, Audio Hijack has. The recording been full of shit. How do you guys feel about uh, Quentin Tarantino's directing style? Like how he does the independent films and kind of feel to to everything he does. I mean, like he he's really a just, legend for a reason. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. whether you want to talk any level of shit about any specific movie, overall the track record is relatively immaculate. Yeah. I mean, I I I. And to I have the RZA as a disciple is pretty spots, next like, level too. I think that. He does make great movies. He is very talented, but what I'm more, what I'm more like amazed at is how he can rewrite history, and it's okay. Uh, and he's taking that you thing. You gotta take that at up first, with Hollywood. At he's first, just going by it. Hollywood rules. No, 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 no. Check it because people, people, what I'm saying, because you got Inglorious Bastards, all right, and then you have that was hilarious. Django. <coughs> I love Inglorious Bastards. It was dope. I actually, but never he, re- saw that one. he wrote it like that was the first time he rewrote history to accommodate what we would like to have happen. And I saw that and I was like, oh, that's dope. Then he did it for black people. He did it with Django. We would like to see this have happened. Django's originally a white dude in the first Django movie. That's why in the in the Django movie we know there's a white dude that walks up to him at the bar and there's a little exchange about the name and how it's spelled. That's the real Django that does that to him. And I said to myself, you know, he's getting to this point where once he did the Bruce Lee thing and it was like, oh, he portrayed Bruce Lee how he wanted to. I was like, okay, now that's a step too far. You can give us the Django. That's because it stepped on your nostalgia. No, 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 no. I'm not yeah. the only one. You saw the video of Bruce Lee's face right there. There's a whole thousand. Hope, look, Bruce Lee but, has but a following. But what I'm saying he is, a it doesn't matter the inaccuracy until it steps on something near. Nah, dear you're to portraying your heart. someone that is was alive. You're not. It's like okay, if you killed Hitler, that was like the same kind of thing. Is what I'm saying. It just took it too far, right? Because this is somebody everybody hates, so you can kill. But him I'm just him saying, on too far is only your personal level, like. No, I'm not. I'm just saying because he got away with this writing style until like the internet and no one said anything until we got to this movie. You get what I mean? I do. I'm so just I'm saying. Like the black people didn't get mad about Django, the Jews didn't get mad about Inglorious Bastards, but you had this little response about the Bruce Lee portrayal because I think that character himself through time has become a philosopher. He's become like we found out more about him through time. He's not just a movie star. So the way he's portrayed, there's also movies that came out from China that portrayed him wrong, and they jumped on them about it. So I think that they're just protecting a legacy more so than stepping on. I'm not on saying that they're not or they shouldn't. I'm you just know. saying there's an objectivity outside of that. That's all, man. You and I'm just saying, like, look, as a, as a person, I think people need to be able to tell their own stories right like i believe in that very seriously as you should. and I, that's why i think i look at it that way because i really would like bruce lee if he was a fictitious character then hey to, you know draw the dragon how you want to but i think just because he was real and he but lived, you can't make that distinction right there is my point like what do you mean you can definitely say that but he's still already been changing history and it only mattered when it got to the thing you cared about no 
that's what I'm trying to show you is that there's mad little things that even studios from Hong Kong that have done the same thing and I've spoke and it's like I understand the same that. thing we're just going in a circle going, are we yeah okay well that's, that's been fun <laughs> <laughs> that was fun but dude what do you think do you I mean you like Bruce Lee you fuck with him what you kind of question is that? Of course, why not? Ask, but I wasn't, you know, of the generation where I caught that wave of influence. Well, like I gotta that. be part of a generation. You don't know about nunchucks? Why I gotta be a part of a generation? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> why I gotta be a part of a generation is what he said. No, why from, I gotta be part of the the that but referring to that statement you said. Ask your parents. Generation. That's when they fucked. I don't know, man. <laughs> no, listen. I'm part of even not not part of the generation. That's the '60s, right? Bruce is like the '60s, bro. Yeah. I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm just saying Bruce is the man throughout. So it's like, I think Quentin to, just. To act like there's not an effect in the difference in timing of the generations is nonsense. No, we're not acting like that. I'm just saying like, <laughs> going in this circle again. I'm going in a circle again. What are we saying? Cause I want, because I want you to see Bruce Lee has been portrayed in the wrong way. And my man Quentin just I keep doing shit like that. I disputed that. I, I gotta see it actually I'm gonna get back to you After I see it I've been talking too much shit Without actually watching Oh man I, I, When I cut no, this I together clip, man. When I cut I this together clip, With all the clips of you saying That you watch it first And that's and what And then you you're do. gonna come back yeah. See that's why editing It's good that you said that to them And let them know You're gonna do yeah, me Yeah but like I'll that. edit that out <laughs> I don't know why oh, Felly's on a fourth camera right now Really <laughs> unnecessary I did but it didn't go anywhere could you pass a bottle? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can get it to go somewhere. That's what's up, man. I was ready. Grazie, signore. Feli likes getting the uh, extra camera for roving shots for freestyles. Okay, that's what's up. So you can really get that nice clip for your freestyle, you know what I'm saying? The clip. That, yeah, I'm going to need that it, man. clip, clip. I'm going to need it. I'm going to bust my ass in, this, this, in the um, kitchen. Chef in it. Uh. Yeah, so No, no, no <laughs> I'm a chef by trade I'm a real chef <laughs> No Pyrex vision But you do get to use Pyrex vision <laughs> No, no, no It's a brand that is pretty I am, much in every I, I'm kitchen I'm boycotting them it's in my in kitchen every kitchen I boycott their ass in my kitchen No, they're not in every kitchen I got not at Pyrex all. kitchen dishes They're in every household <laughs> kitchen Not every industrial kitchen We, we going with all clad all clad is in all our kitchens. Industrial. One time Wait for the, the shot. Rap, man. <laughs> Turn my I music up. The beat. Turn my music up. We vibing. Jack Daniels, ten Tennessee honey. Tennessee honey. Uh. Wait for me to rap. I need a little more. Turn me up on the track. Uh. I wanna hear it. Let me get my volume. Which one is mine? Okay, we gonna get busy. Okay, you ready? Who this on the production? Noble. Okay. Noble? Blue. Yeah, yo, for heaven's sake, came back for some bars. They acting like they looking for the stars, but we about to hit them, then they see it with the impact. Tell them ease back, we in the spot, black. They say you old school, but they don't know how to watch the time. They say you old school, but the young niggas don't know how to grind. They jumping over, see the Grand Canyon. They see the man standing, you tag your mans in. You catching secondhand smoke. When your man get blown in the smoke, I told you head was no joke. This is noble. And I caught him at the end there. In closing, it is noble though. You know, descriptively. I had to teach my dad today that the word Mary is also a verb. I said, I don't know if that response was merited. And he said, the union warranty. 
wanted I said that it's synonymous This is getting boring, kid This conversation needs to be less orange It's time for me to yellow up I don't know what to tell you, fellow I'm gonna take it to a different place Now I'm complacent with my style I should probably take it to a higher ground Cause we flooding with this water sun shit I am Pisces and I like it Sensitive but killing shit with kindness Think that I am the Zionist born Try not to horn pull. I don't know if I've been bored Or I'm gonna be your tool to conquer the planet I'm dumb underhanded I think that I landed from different planet You could not even hand it nor handle it Yeah, the rim shot, catch him Yeah, you know, he about to get two shots The spark, you see how we do it We moving quick on the noble Heaven ain't playing with the bullshit A full clip, move him You see, I mastered slow flow They back in the days, they too slow Say you old though, but you flip the page And put them niggas in the cage When you blaze out, MCs got too much to blaze They know I'm smoking in the back Stay with the rosters Shots to the mobsters Face down in they pastas How many times you done heard that? How many times I hit the curb black? Let's drift through Heaven done spit through All them things though <laughs> Face full of rigatoni, let me know we gonna keep it going I don't show up now at every show, but I should probably go and network little mo Cause I don't have a homie that could hold me down with new computer Need some rich ones now, I don't know if I should switch the style Think that I'm the crown, every motherfucker here right now I didn't have to down, back, round, back, round, uh, house, kick Yeah so catch it like the hot potato, pass the baton, this is heavy though They know when I grab it, it's on, catch the hi-hat I trap the snare and put him in the corner, he catch two shots Yeah, I done warned ya, every time I see your mic, it ends up in a cross is Let me get something for quick, I want something that's double time like a Let's see what we got You know Let's see what we I got I feel like Back on the beach, I'm spitting this hot shit. You niggas really ain't got reach. I told you I was heaven. You can't slap box with God. I told you you moving too hard on the boulevard, but you sleep though. Stay there for the next 10 years. I done pulled the jokers out the deck and moved all the peers. The niggas is saying have done changed. He disconnect, but I'm in the sky box, getting bad bitches neck. Ah, I box in the sky. I thought I was high. I thought I was the guy until I looked up in the mirror. And I think I couldn't see it anymore now clearer. I've been acting like I am sitting on cloud. I think that the style, I think that the smile on my face gon' get flipped right around if you gon' act like I'm disgracing any. Get it down and never play around. These niggas round here, bloodhounds. They seeing a hundred fifty thousand moving on the table. You in the life's casino, don't play it. They on the table, the money they getting is under the table. The coke is moving in the streets, and you really don't know who's doing what they saying. The niggas is moving smoother, and they catching cases like they moving in the bar. But you can catch the bar if you're not sweating the case. And ratchet to move out of bitches' mouth is to cut your face. This is street shit. If you really play around. Around, catch a fucking heat quick Meaning you catch a clip and then you end up sleep, bitch Don't play around with heaven when he get the mic He been a beast and you gon' flame up all the hype Okay, it's real, ah, yeah I'm out here for a deal if you be talking Numbers, we sit down like some bosses And you take a loss if you tripping And you wanna take, cause heaven's sake Is in the spot for your plate uh, I'm hungry, let me get my food Homie, even though I'm the chef I ain't planning on cooking, homie The knife is at home and the chrome is in the car South niggas packing that sticks Know who we are, 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 yeah Who is it coming in? Ooh, this is boisterous and thunder <coughs> Shot got him Shot got him <coughs> Shot got him Rock him Ah 
That been trying to come hit the earth Exponential damaging I don't know the magnitude can handle it I don't know if I've been riding up into the ceiling again Cause yeah. I am high man Like T.I. checking on me What is happening my homie I think I am blessed Know me like I sneezed Hey <laughs> Hey I ain't gonna lie I like that I like that shit I like when niggas be able to, to Like throw a scat in that bitch A scat goes a long way Motherfuckers Yeah a scat means I didn't have shit to say Hey But you met But the scat didn't if this shit rhyme though I bet you <laughs> It better This shit rhyme though If I'm just saying gibberish And it doesn't rhyme <laughs> What the fuck was I doing <laughs> Hey but that means Even at your worst right You like fuck that I'm gonna connect this bitch Even if it's a da 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 do bitch I'm gonna connect it I like you know? that point That's a good point I like that Hell yeah Looping the damn third man Art of disguise <laughs> <laughs> But It's a Uh a good time to, again, clear house with uh, whatever, you know, projects, music you're fucking dealing with at this point. Things like that. Like, once the new year happens, you always want to flush. If you're at this level of... Because, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's other people that will prefer to hold things for years and shit like that. Yeah. Me, I'm just working on... Man- I'm, I'm working on actually being more visible, opening up my brand letting people see that Hev's not just a rapper yeah the music's great you know what I'm saying and uh, we're gonna go down a lot of different paths with the music but I'm gonna add a lot more tools to the toolbox this year which ties us back to the podcast yeah definitely I, I gotta, mean but I'm gotta start now, thinking yeah. of a name there yeah I do man I don't have one you know <laughs> we're gonna have to have a that's gonna be a, a session within itself to find something that really fits and gotta call it whoops. Hey, if that's if that's what it's called, I will definitely be looking for a Bruce Lee sponsor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think that estate is gonna pay out on that. Don't hey, never his daughter is seems like she's very approachable. And I don't think is trademarked. It's not, but Wata is. Yeah, but So if they could put a Wata in front of the whoosh and we can both eat. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can yo, it's Wata, Bruce Lee. Hey, they got they got Bruce tea, all right? Iced tea, flavored drinks. I thought you were gonna say Bruce Lee flavored iced tea. <laughs> this motherfucking martial arts sweating here, fam. Nah, B, they got the one inch fruit punch. That's funny. Yeah, I'm just saying the marketing things that his daughter has done to his brand is like more what I'm speaking right, well, maybe, to. That's just maybe dope. the estate does have the money. I don't know. No, they got the money, but we don't try to get them to pay out because they're going to be like, yo, this podcast wants to, you know, instead of this artist wants to, you get what I mean? It's going to look a little different if I approach them on that level. I mean, numbers are the only way to approach people when it comes to certain levels of the game. So So ground zero, just got to get the name first. So that's, that's another good point. And this is for anybody who has been thinking about doing a podcast for too long because I know I thought about it myself for I want to say four or five years of being obsessed with Joe Rogan before I was like all right I'm gonna do this now yeah which was way too long and I think what people gotta realize is it takes a while for it to get good like this is episode 53 I wouldn't call this necessarily a good podcast yet and I'm not talking about this episode I'm just saying in general I'm not even judging it until after episode 100 because I know there's no fucking point yeah you really shouldn't it's, so you got, you have, what is it? Ten thousand hours. My yeah. my yeah. number one or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're Malcolm Gladwell, but you know some of us are more efficient than him. So. <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> are you kidding me? That's the best thing I've said. No, but I'm just saying, starting sooner lets you get through the shitty stages sooner, and you gotta realize that the lesson is coming whether or not you're aware of it that you're not gonna like it at first you're not gonna want to put it out but you gotta do it because you gotta trust your process yeah i mean trust i've learned a lot process. in my three episodes <clears throat> really you know? yeah i've learned a lot in my three and i've done how many episodes with you uh i definitely couldn't tell you like i would 20. be asking you then whoa yeah i've done like 20 with luke on his show yeah and Damn. i'm three episodes in and i'm learning a lot you know, so. yeah, it's a well, different. Okay, okay. It's a different responsibility, and that that's scene, what I was man. gonna say. Like, it's a different angle. You coming at that shit from? Yo, my bad. Apparently, my uh, vehicle windows are open. Yeah, they are. <laughs> now you tell me. That. I was wondering if that was rain. 
Oh wow. It's rain. I'm gonna build a platform on, let me get on a podcast. Right yeah, let's take so the break. I'm gonna do some social media. I always forget to do social media when I No doubt. Oh they slapped it on the fucking uh, laptop. I don't know it was no a doubt. sticker. I thought it was a, yeah, a little prototype. Card. Yeah, a little <laughs> <laughs> See? Why? Why 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 on live you gotta do it to me? It, it don't even look like let me get one of those. It don't I even look it. like it don't I even got no it. information on I it. Hadn't touched he it. said it looked I like a little from the distance. I didn't see the back side. He said it looked like what'd you call it? A terrible a terrible, a terrible ass business card. You might have an ass. Listen, it's a sticker. It's your for heaven's sake stickers. You know what I'm saying? A little prototype, man. Throw the link in there, man. For heaven's sake, 100. That's Dang. a prototype. Everywhere. I would change the cropping a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not like I I got them done and I was like, you know what? I got them done right before the the yeah, avatar you logo. Go through the trials. Right before the avatar came out, I did these, and I would have done it with the avatar if I, you know. Can't take the shit off. Have the avatar coming out of the floor. Yeah, I would, no, the avatar itself, is, he has his own little little logo. The whole okay. for heaven's sake thing changed. This logo is just on his jacket, on the avatar's jacket. I minimize Well, it's that. always good to have multiples. Yeah, yeah that's what I learned. A little bitmoji popping off. Yeah. That's what he looks like. He looks like a little bitmoji of me. That studio is hella fucking nice. It's like some dream shit. But yeah, man, I've been cooking... Chefing, and I'm about to be podcasting. What What are you uh, specializing? Food. As far as as far as, as, food? as far as food, yeah. Mediterranean Italian. Right now, I'm extending my reach to uh, authentic Korean grill. So I'm actually doing the octopus now and the the whole bronzino fish. We're you know stepping what into I saw that today? realm. This dude cutting up sushi with a fucking samurai sword. Oh wow! They called it something different though. But gimmicky. it looked like a fucking. How about that video of the chick eating the uh, live squid or squid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like two of them. But there's one. There's one Asian bitch. She had oh, that's titties. bugged that out. What you talking about? Nah, I remember that. But yeah, man, stay tuned for culinary mastery. We're about to add that to for the new year. Hev's gonna add that to the uh, toolbox. Yeah, Y'all stay tuned for that. Yeah, we we gonna definitely expand. No. Don't even get me started. I, I just got to get the location, him. man. It's no, location, I bro. Pitched him a cooking show. What's stopping you? Location. You have to have a kitchen that you're gonna be able to go to, and how's your kitchen like? It's you fucking know, immaculate. Nigga, you giving excuses out now. Right. You're right. I tried right? two nah, real people shit? for this. I yeah, know two chefs. And, and I know two chefs. I tried oh, both of a, them. A fucking uh, chef? Huh? Fort's a chef. Fort. Yeah. No. So why'd you pitch him a cooking show? I didn't. Oh, yeah, I, well, actually, you know, I pitched three people a cooking show. <laughs> because cooking with Lil Fort is, was going to be a, tuned, a different type of cooking show idea. Like Bert's cooking show? Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> exactly. I I, the moment you mentioned that he's not a cook, I was like, okay, so he's taking no, a Bert No, but my friend Andrew Fung is actually a very talented cook. And okay. I basically... Is he entertaining? No. Oh, is he entertaining? I thought he, you said, is he entertaining it? Like, is he considering the idea? Oh, no, no, no. No, I he's think, very entertaining. That's why I yeah. wanted him. Okay. I think he's the a cooking little show Vietnamese idea. Dude, funny as hell. I think the cooking show idea for me would be dope, but it has to be quick and fast. And it can't be like, I don't want to approach it like everybody else. Oh, my God, this girl. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Why? She's, um, she's the Asian woman. She was dip. doing an ASMR video at the time. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, this isn't the one I saw. Oh my god. Yeah, she go in it, son. She definitely go in it. Yeah, is that a U87? No, I'm in microphones, bro. They... You gotta go that route. You gotta have a that is this warehouse for this. Yeah, this shit is alive, my nigga. So, does something go wrong here? Like, why are you playing this one? Oh, because it's just uh, somebody eating live squid and the way she looked like. Oh, oh she dipping them niggas? Wait, yeah. so, bro, you that? I'm talking she about dipping what, them what actually happens. Just an attractive person eating food that people have always eaten. Look at this, look at this. I should try to crawl up her nose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> oh, Lord. I like how it's like, fuck you, I'm going to get some sauce on your face on my way out of this bitch. Going to chew on my head till I'm dead. Oh, this bitch is nasty, son. No, bro. I mean, have you ever ate calamari? Why live, no. though? I don't, get I don't no eat that. I'm a chef. Me. I don't eat none of that. I cook it. I don't eat none of that. I like how you said it. Look, like, look how it's going in your I'm nose, I'm pretty sure bro. it's pretty important to taste as a chef. Nah, son. I went through school without that, man. That seems wrong to me. It seems wrong to you, but I can cook kick ass. You know? I'm not saying you can't. But that's how I learned. I learned by scent. It's possible. We should do a mukbang <laughs> with fucking live, live just, the, just the fact that you would feel the need to qualify it in that way. No, I'm just saying because most people don't even believe that. I don't even think that much about that thought. I just say it. I'm just... Like, that's how, you know, it's just a thought. Like, that's how it is. Most people don't even really think that that's possible because, mo you know, you mostly taste your shit. But a vegan chef is like a Rastafarian cutting hair. Like, they don't believe in shaving or anything like that, but they be dope-ass barbers and shit. It's one of those situations. You don't got to do anything to hair as far as sensing it beyond sight. Well, what I'm is it, saying I don't, I don't, I just is don't when you cook bacon. I get what you're saying. When I'm you not going to argue with you because I'm not in the field. <laughs> Yo, you're getting on it tonight. I just, yeah, I just feel like, no, no, go ahead. I think that when it comes to that type of shit, nigga, at least cook them first. Nah, I, I don't get the point of, it's like you're eating something live because it's live. I don't, that's stupid. She's eating it live because Americans are going to do what I just did. <laughs> you know that's what that's, I'm saying that's yeah. usually most that's of the views like, you know this is traditional like he said it's more traditional in her in her freaking culture anyway right like this yeah, is it's, I, it's normal if she's Korean it's definitely cause we do baby 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 squid we do baby octopus at my restaurant now you know what I mean I'm just saying kill that the shit, shit man <laughs> I'm just thinking about being that fucking animal right eating alive right that's well, terrible it's like that in fucking nature yeah, and you know what? Nature's scary. <laughs> Speaking of nature being it's like scary, that with the lobsters. The when video. I see the lobsters, when I, I see him exactly. do the lobsters like that. I be like, like Yo. boiling the shit live is crazy to me. When I discovered that's how they do the shit, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? There's no reason for that. What I usually do is just hold percent. Caught that motherfucker alive. It's not alive anymore. Yeah, I mean it was in the last shot. Yeah, because he was catching it. <laughs> That's what I respect about large, furry animals is they know where the neck is and they go right for it. Dogs, cats, bears, they all go right for your neck and shake you until you're dead. They're not trying to eat you alive. Right, right. It's respectable. <laughs> right. There's other animals. What was I seeing today? Crocodiles. Oh, Komodo dragons eat you alive. Because they have that insanely venomous poison in their teeth. They give you one little nip and you just paralyze, done. Oh, and, wow. and then they just eat you alive while you experience para paralysis and, you know, That's crazy. being eaten alive. So <laughs> be careful with those Komodo dragons. I heard that. What is this motherfucker eat, bro? Imagine being caught like that. I would think he was pinned down by a polar bear. Going more for the meat first, but he's like, let me get this skin off. I like to peel my shit. <laughs> I'm ex he's you see how you, he's moving you know, it. he removes the line from his shrimp you know what I mean <laughs> he gets the shit out of there oh wow so he looking at the cameraman like what are you, what are you doing <laughs> you next oh buddy. that shit that oh shit. yeah no I guess it is a left oh shit well yeah now I don't want to see that oh shit Kill it, man. I get so mad at my cats when I'm watching them, like, Play with fuck shit. with shit, and they're not killing it. I'm like, bro, That's so get, a, get out the way. Now I got to go. You know how many things I've had to kill to put it out of their misery? Right. A lot. Would you uh, eat crickets or rats or anything? Why not? Any of you guys? No. Rats are less appealing just based off disease ratio. Well, what about, like, bugs are way more appealing. The east side of the world where they raised the rats to be eaten. Oh, then, yeah. No, if it's if it's like cooked to, what are you a vegetarian? What's going well, on? I'm close. Close. Yeah. Only like a pescatarian, only chicken and fish. I I will do chicken and fish only because I got tired of the I protein shakes. I don't know pescatarians shakes. can eat chicken. Okay. I got tired of the protein shakes. I thought shakes. pescatarians just ate fish. 
Oh, you're right. They only eat fish. Right. Okay. But that's why I said kind of because like I'll like what he said like I've gone to where that's the poultry I compromise on that. I won't eat beef. I won't eat like shellfish or anything like that and dark meats and, and like all of the stuff calamari and seafood I don't I don't eat that but I will eat like a kingfish or a salmon because I don't like the omega pills and certain things that came out of my diet with that shit was fucking with me you know what I'm saying so I had to go ahead and get back and put certain things back and then I would be in the kitchen for a long time and it became accessible and I'm standing All up right, for Philly, a long time. Cut that shit off, please. The yeah. fuck. What happened? <laughs> There's like still video. a fucking animal fighting for its life in front of me right now. Oh! <laughs> it's going down. Yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> well, you're over here talking about I don't know what. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that was episode 53. You said you're talking about I don't know what. <laughs> of the Minds Wide Open podcast. Uh, oh, no way. Last one of the year. Appreciate you for listening if you have. As always, I'm going to say, hey, next one's going to be better, but you never know if it's true. So like, subscribe, comment, follow. Show some love, man. Show some love. For heaven's sake, tell motherfuckers where to find you at. Peace. For heaven's sake, 100 on all social platforms. Get at me. For heaven's sake, 100 on YouTube. Check out the new videos, man. Get at me. Do that. For heaven's sake, 100. Thank you for coming through, man. Much appreciated. No doubt. Always. As always, love and thank you to Felly in the corner. Appreciate you listening. Might as well open. Don't do it.